welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And I'm Melanie Hudson, the co-host. Yay! Hi, Melanie. <laughs> so good to be here, Lori. <laughs> I know today's an exciting day because we're going to answer some listener questions. And I have a couple of good ones that are really important, and I imagine lots of people are interested in. Listeners, I hope this is interesting to you. I think it will be. Let's just start. What do you think? I love it. Because they bring up some, we'll say, pet peeves I have or things that just, I don't know, irk me. How's that? I love it. There are things that irk me. (laughs) (laughs) So the first question is, Dear Lori Buckley, I have a virgin girlfriend. We love each other so much. She's always inviting me to have anal intercourse. Now, by the way, a lot of people who are virgins feel it's okay to have anal intercourse. So they're still considered a virgin, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? I have so many thoughts about that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Should we go into it right now or finish the question first and then we'll... Uh... Okay, we'll finish the question first. I had anal sex with her, but she is in pain and discomfort in her anus during the intercourse. I don't know how to prevent anal sex pain. Please offer me a few techniques that might be helpful. Honestly, I need your guidance. Thank you. So, I mean, I'm really glad that this person wrote this letter because sex should never be painful. Anal sex, vaginal sex, any kind of sex should never be painful. And a lot of people do suffer from painful sex with vaginal sex and with anal sex. And one of my pet peeves, I'm just going to put it out there, the thing that I was talking about, is people who use numbing creams. Hmm. So there are numbing creams and numbing gels. And don't do that. Because that is something that is avoiding the pain, which we could say, well, isn't that a good thing? But if you can't feel what's happening, that's not a good thing. You want to know what's going on. It shouldn't hurt. If it is painful, then you need to take a step back, and we're going to talk about some things to avoid that pain. Also, it's going to numb the person. So if you're, ha- if you're a male and a, and a female, or a male and a male, and you're having anal sex, if the numbing cream is on the person's penis or it gets on their penis, which it usually is, it might, even if you put it on the anus, it's going to be on the penis. Some people use numbing cream also to last longer, mm-hmm. which is also problematic because if it's a penis going into a vagina, it stops the sensation. So not only are you not feeling pain, but you're not feeling pleasure. And again, you need to be aware if there's something happening in your body that is painful. So yeah, uh, the the question about anal intercourse, is somebody still a virgin? I'm going to say, well, their vagina is still virginal, I suppose. And this whole idea of being a virgin, I think that it is a choice, right? So I respect the choice. If somebody, for religious reasons or spiritual reasons, or personal, emotional reasons, whatever it might be, decide to, quote-unquote, save themselves for marriage, then great. Again, we need to support and respect that. If it feels like a should, or there's something wrong with you if you don't, then I think it's problematic. And, And people... You know, they use the term, like, I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Like, you're losing something. And you're not losing anything. You have had sex, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's interesting because uh, virg- virgin, the word virgin, actually means independent. In the old days, you know, this is uh, ancient, pre-patriarchy. Yeah. Virgin women were not 
necessarily they had they weren't necessarily free from ever have having ever having had sex. They were independent, and it wasn't until the patriarchal um, ideas and doctrine came in where virginity became great value. And that's just a way to control. I hate to say it, but it's a way to control women. But you know? how interesting that is! Yes, I mean, yeah. Talk about ironic. Yes, I mean it's just right so, that the the meaning, the original meaning, means independence, and yes. at least from your point of view, which makes sense to me, that now it becomes something else about be, control. Be, yeah, and a commodity. You know, you want a virgin woman. You don't want to. Or this is not. It's not so much today. We unfortunately, well, fortunately, we've become a little more still happening. Open. Yes, yes. And well, in a virgin woman. A man, look, and I still think there are people who, and men certainly, who also, quote unquote, save themselves or wait to have sex. Mm-hmm. You know, until they wait until they're married to have sex. So that still happens. But there certainly is a double standard. Yes. You know, typically, a man who has sex is stud like, and a woman who has sex could be a slut or easy or promiscuous. Yeah. But we don't have those words for men. No. So there is a bit of a. Of a double standard there. Yeah. So, again, it's a personal choice. I just encourage people to make a conscious choice about what feels best for you. Yes. So, if you're having anal sex and and not vaginal sex, why? Right. And I also have something to say about the pain factor for this woman. A couple of things. First of all, a lot of people are right now, young people, young people especially, are looking at porno a lot and Anal sex yes. used to be the big, the big thing, the right. big, uh, the, the climactic moment is when they do anal sex. And a lot of these young people now believe that that is how you have sex. And women's bodies are, they're, everyone is different. Everyone has a different pleasure center. Mm-hmm. There's a book called Vagina, a biography mm-hmm. by Na- Naomi Wolf. I have it. Yeah. It's I don't know if I read it, but I have book. it. <laughs> well, she yeah. has a wonderful map of the vagina and all of the nerve endings. And there are places in some women's, women's bodies where their hot spot is the G spot. Some women have all these wonderful pleasure nerve endings in their anuses and others don't. We all have pleasurable spots. Some women yes. don't necessarily like it or are more, we'll just say, sensitive to it. it. That could go either pleasure-wise or pain-wise. But we all do have, we'll say, pleasurable sensations oh, yeah. and spots and nerve endings. Definitely. But you're well, right. I'm talking about the anus in particular. We're all unique. I think the problem with anal sex ultimately is, like you said, people are watching it on porn and they don't really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the anus is something that is not like a vagina in the sense that it has, first of all, it, it's much tighter, but there are also the sphincter, mus- sphinc- sphincter. sphincter <laughs> muscles, say that 10 times, sphincter muscles, that's a hard word to say, that tighten up that you don't have a control over. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, there's a lot more there. You have to really know what you're doing. First of all, if you're going to have anal sex, again, I think it can be a wonderful experience for couples, and it can be extremely pleasurable. 
whether you're gay or straight, not all gay men have anal sex. Some don't like it. And not all straight women don't want to have anal sex. And not all straight men do want to have anal sex. So sort of there's a lot of misbeliefs about it. All gay men have anal sex. All straight men want it with women, but women don't. And it's just all untrue. And like you said, we need to be sensitive and inquisitive to what we want and what our partner wants. And if it's a maybe, we can explore that and talk about it. If it's a no, there's nothing to talk about. And if it's a yes, proceed carefully like with this couple. So first of all, they're in a loving relationship. She has chosen to have anal sex. He's game. So great. Now we're, we've got, we're off to a good start. You have to have those things. There needs to be communication. Because if there is any pain, she needs to say stop. But ways to avoid pain... Look, it might be a little uncomfortable. There's a difference between discomfort and pain. But is one to be relaxed? And there's lots of ways to relax. You know, you can do some breathing. Some people might have a glass of wine. Nothing wrong with that. But relaxing is an important thing. It's much easier or maybe essential to be with a partner you trust so you can relax. And, of course, you need lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of lube. Mm -hmm. A really good lubricant. Using an oil is a good thing, like a coconut oil. They do make special lubricants. You want to be careful about chemicals. Some people are concerned about cleanliness. It's something to think about when you're having anal sex. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you are prepared it can be messy, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Basically, what that means is make sure what you're eating is correct, that you have had a bowel movement, and that you feel relatively clean. Some people use enemas first. Whatever you need to do, certainly take a shower. But you want to feel confident. You want to feel clean. You want to feel secure. Or maybe there's people who are into the not-so-clean. That's a whole other whole other session, a whole other episode. So, <laughs> We used to say, that's another Oprah. We don't say that anymore because Oprah's no longer doing her show, although she does have many great shows. So talking, being very, very gentle. I also really believe it's important to be aroused. Before you have any kind of penetrative sex, you need to be aroused and relaxed. So the more aroused you are, the more comfortable you are, the slower you go, the more communication, the better it's going to be. And there really shouldn't be any pain. But sometimes we have to prepare our anus. You know, again, we, we have those involuntary sphincter muscles that just close up. So we can practice. You know, in the shower, you can soap up a finger, stick it in your anus to start to get used to that sensation. Give yourself a little massage. So just to kind of prep your body and learn to relax. It's really, really important. And you do want to feel. So don't use the numbing creams. Don't continue if it hurts. I mean, these are the things that I really want this writer or listener to know. So I hope that that helps. Do you have any thoughts? I do. First of all, thank you for these tips because I am a person who does not enjoy anal sex. And I may not have done everything that you just recommended. So if I were ever to be in an occasion where someone wanted to give it a try, maybe I would give it another try. I do want to say that even if it's a successful encounter and there's no pain during anal sex, personally, 
I think that it's still no match for the vagina. The vagina has so many, it's such an intricate organ, so many beautiful spots and nerve endings and so many meridians that, that connect with other organs in our body that it is a completely different experience. Anal sex, in my perspective, is it's great and it's a great alternative if you want to remain a virgin. But if you, once you actually have vaginal sex, you're in for a big treat because oh, yeah. <laughs> vaginal sex anus doesn't come close. Well, to me, yes. So I'm going to say you're correct in that vaginal sex is an amazing experience. It feels really good. It's different. But anal sex is really great or can be really great too, again, if you have all of those variables in place. Another thing about anal sex is you could be, if you're the the woman or the man, you could be the receiver, we'll say, you could be laying on your stomach or on your knees, and you could be stimulating yourself. Right, yes. Right, so you could have a pillow underneath you, a vibrator Mm -hmm. on you. You could be, if you're a man, you could be stroking yourself. So there's a lot of multiple stimulation, and it really can feel amazing. I think you need to limit the anal sex. If you have an anal sex every single day, you know, that it is a tender area. Mm -hmm. There are some people who think that, oh, if you have anal sex, you're going to loosen up your anus and that that's going to be problematic. And there actually are some medical doctors and some research that shows the opposite, that it actually can strengthen your muscles. Oh, my goodness. That's good. Yeah. But like anything, we want to be mindful of abusing something or not doing too much. And again, just pay attention to your body. Communicate. If it's the first time you've had anal sex or one of the first times, you're just beginning. Go very, very, very slow. Again, the slower the better. You do a little stimulation with your finger on the outside of the anus first. Gently press against the anus so you can just, you know, rather than just shoving a finger in there, but just gently press your fingertip on there. Just to, again, kind of get your partner's body ready for it. So everything you're saying is absolutely right. It is so important to have arousal and to have that foreplay. And hopefully the person who wrote this question uh, has tried a lot of intimacy. They've done everything that they can to create a really close connection with massage, massage, full body massage, Mm -hmm. cuddling, holding each other. Even even dry humping. I tell you, there's nothing better than getting sexy and moving your hips together, fully clothed. I'm a fan of the dry you hump. Can, you I, know? I'm telling you, you can have a wonderful, hot experience. Yes, being getting making, aroused. Eight, yes. yes, making out, touching each other's heads and, and pulling each other's hair. And that's true with striking. vaginal penetration, too. Yes. Before yes. there's any penetration, enjoy the moment. Yes, and yes. it doesn't even need penetration. If you can exactly. you know, have a really hot session of intimacy and touching and, and connecting energetically, you might not even need the anal sex to feel <laughs> Yes, complete. and then there's oral sex. But again, another <laughs> episode. That is a good segue into our next question. <laughs> So it's a good question and something that I work with a lot, with a, I hear a lot from my clients, and I get a lot of questions and calls about this as well. Hi, my name is JT. I'm a 23-year-old male, and I definitely have sexual performance anxiety. It's pretty obvious to me what's causing it. Low self-esteem, lack of size, overweight, inexperienced. I'm just not sure how to go about trying to fix it. 
Would appreciate any help you can offer. Thanks. So first of all, I have to, those of you who know me are already knowing, probably cringing when you heard me say sexual performance anxiety. (laughs) Uh, I don't like the word performance. I always teach my clients not to use it because just the word performance is anxiety provoking. Performance. Even people who love to perform can feel anxious (laughs) with the word performance. And sex is not a performance. It's an experience. An experience is very different than a performance. And so if we're thinking about sex as a performance, we have to perform, we have to get erect, we, you know, all of these, we have to be big enough. I mean, you talked about size, which is a whole other thing we can talk about. Right there, you're going to feel anxious. You're going to be in your head trying to get an erection, trying to stay erect, trying not to come, trying to come. All of these things we get into our head and one it sounds exhausting. It's work. Oh, God, yeah. It's opposed to pleasure. So first thing I would say, JT, is forget about performance. And I understand the anxiety. We all can get anxious, especially if it's with someone that we care about or if it's someone new. Right? Yes. We want to, yeah. we want to be a good lover. We want, yeah. we want the person to like us. And I would say to shift this, which is easier said than done, I get that this isn't easy, but instead of focusing on the things we have to do or performing, just experiencing the moment, experiencing your partner's body, experiencing the the joy of their touch or touching them and how great it feels and being in the moment and do the things that have no penetration like what you were saying. Make out, do some dry humping, maybe some manual or oral sex. Just, you know, explore and ravage each other's bodies. Have some fun. Get rid of the whole performance anxiety by not even needing to have an erection. I want you to be able to have an erection, but when you're focused on that, it's part of the problem. So if you're getting to know somebody, just tell them that it takes some time for you to feel comfortable enough, or you want to get to know them better before you have intercourse and to explore each other's bodies and feel comfortable with one another and explore the pleasure that you can experience together is an incredible thing. And when you can learn to do that and be in the moment, the anxiety will eventually go away. That's beautiful. I love it. I also have something I'd like to add. And it goes back to something that he kind of tossed in on that list of things uh, that is causing him issue. And that is the idea of low Mm self-esteem. He doesn't love himself. He doesn't feel comfortable in his body. My recommendation as a person who advocates self-love yes is to start loving yourself first and and it's easier said than done Uh, well sometimes actually we can totally switch uh something on in our brain to say you know i really do love myself i appreciate who i am i really am appreciative that i have this incredible body that can do all these amazing functional things but also you know anytime you and take on an endeavor If you take on something where you want to learn how to become a great lover, you study, you read books, you you take a class on energetic connection, on Taoism, on Tantra, on you know becoming a a powerful male when you learn this about yourself and you become more confident in yourself you'll automatically become more attractive to women you'll feel better when you're with women and you'll be a better lover too 
And also, the other thing about size is when you become more confident in yourself and you become more able to engage energetically with a woman, it doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. If you have overflowing sexual energy and love energy and and, uh, an ability to really connect and care and you're listening and you're and you're sharing it doesn't matter it has no it doesn't matter what size you are it's so true i'll tell you if a woman had a choice between a bigger penis or a man who listens and makes her laugh she's going to pick the latter or who is kind yeah she's going to pick the kind guy over the guy with the big penis any day i'm also going to say that most men who think that they have a problem with their size or they think they have a small penis actually don't that an average penis is about five five and a half inches long uh you know girth is another thing but most men are in the average range however if you're used to watching porn yep you are looking at penises a couple things one from an angle that makes them look bigger than they are (laughs) kind of like (laughs) the rear view mirror the side view mirror and the other thing is these men are we'll just say they're not picked for their acting abilities <laughs> right. So if you're comparing yourself to porn stars, don't do that. I mean, then you're just in trouble. Um, and all of the things that you said, look, at there are some women and some men who are size queens. They exist. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't be with somebody unless they have a big penis, right? right. Um, but ultimately, the majority of people don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that your penis is probably average mm-hmm. right not too small and you know the whole it's the the what is it size the, the size the of the ship not the motion of the no ocean. it is the motion oh, of it's the, the ocean it's not, not the, the size, size of the, the ship. ship it's the motion or of not, the ocean yes or not the pen but the penmanship yes <laughs> all of yes. those things but yeah. but partners who want to be your partner sexually or otherwise mm-hmm. there's so many other things that are important so, so being kind being thoughtful being generous with your in spirit, with your time, with your body, you wanting to please her. A lot of men who have, we'll just say, big penises, yeah. or, or even men who are really, really handsome, they don't need to necessarily work as hard. Right, it's been my experience. Right, mm-hmm. and so they don't they don't really study how to be a good lover. They don't really care. They just feel like women are lucky to have them. Yeah. And the women usually act that way. And I say act with intention. (laughs) So all of these things are so important. So here's the thing. How do you go about trying to fix it? Just to answer the question, things that we're talking about, take it off the table, learn to be in the moment, your suggestion of doing some studying. There's a great book called Secrets of the Sex Masters. You can get it. A lot of different people write in it, experts, and it's a really good book. Uh, I don't know the author, but there there are many people who write in it. And then you can get that on Amazon. And there's also another great book that I love by Michael Castleman with a C, and that is called Great Sex, and it's also on Amazon. I have pretty much all of my clients read it because it's such a good book. So these are things that you can read and study, and you don't have to go to a class if you don't want to. You may feel a little uncomfortable. You said you were overweight. If Look, at, I think to love our bodies is important, but when we hate our bodies, we don't take care of our bodies. So to love your body as it is, love what it does, yes. love the things that are lovable about your body, because yeah. there are. And if you want to get in better shape or lose some weight, 
then go about doing that, but not because you hate your body, because you love your body, which I think is such an important distinction. So I hope these things help. I think these are such great questions. I encourage you to send in your questions because we like answering them. And Melanie, you've given some really great insights too. So please send your questions. We love answering them. And I do have some more that if I haven't responded to you, I will. Sometimes it takes a little longer than I would like or that you would like, but I will work on doing better. And if you've sent me a question and I haven't answered and it's been a while, please resend it. Sometimes my emails get lost or they go missing and it can be a problem. So remind me. Say, hey, you didn't answer my question. I will do my best to answer every single question that's asked of me. And if I don't answer your specific question, maybe someone else's question that answers yours as well. And I know that a lot of you listeners out there have these questions, these specific questions. So I hope it's been of help. Please do, if you enjoy what we're saying, write a review for us on iTunes. It would be really appreciated. Or I guess it's now, what is it, Apple Music? Or I don't even know what it's called anymore. I have to find out. Uh, But yes, we do appreciate that. We appreciate you listening. I always appreciate you being here, Melanie. Oh, thank you, Lori. I love being here with you. I love you, Lori. And I love you, too. (laughs) And I love you, too, listeners. We love you. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye.